This podcast covers all things health, your body, your brain, and your well-being. Each week, we'll be joined by doctors, as well as the occasional guest, to talk about the health topics that mean the most to you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we're going to talk about Hashimoto and plastics today. Hashimoto's uh, is, a, is a subject that we've been long associated with, uh, frankly, probably before most people were associated with, and we were taking quite a bit of abuse for even diagnosing people with it and, and, so, and getting heat on it. And the point from that is, is, is that uh, Hashimoto's, the understanding of what's going on with Hashimoto's is exploding, the number of things it's related to, uh, the things that can create a Hashimoto's is an, is an immune attack on your thyroid, primarily. And, uh, and so you're always looking for the things that are creating the immune attack. And, and, and it can be a multitude of things. And I was just mentioning to Dr. Gates, we're talking about plastics today. I remember reading about that at, like 10 years ago. But wondering, is that actually something that has something to do with it? Because back then it was, it was everything. It was metals. It was... Right. It was it was right. it was anything you could think of. The alternative uh, groups were putting out to, as as you had to avoid all of this, which was basically everything in life. It seemed like, but it turns out that plastics do create a uh, a negative effect on the condition of Hashimoto's, and so uh, we're going to discuss that this morning, probably fairly briefly. It's not a not a long topic. I would I would assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, and if it's not brief, then that's fine too. <laughs> so, uh, so plastics. So plastics, as the, as as the famous uh, gentleman in the Dustin Hoffman movie from many years ago, the graduate said to Dustin Hoffman when he had him in his graduate courses. Okay, so I'm 65, so there's going to be people more my age. The graduate. It was the famous, famous line for the decade when people would say, what are you going to do with your life? And people would go, plastics, because the gentleman at his college graduation party pulled him over, and he was wondering what he was going to do for a living, and the gentleman leaned over and said, plastics. Because back in 1965 right. or 68, mm-hmm. plastics were just coming in. That was the, oh, the whole okay. point. That's Plastics were just, evolution. just coming in, and nobody knew anything about them. They were going to save the world. Now we've got some mass of, of, of plastics, I guess, twice the size of Texas, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> under the Pacific Ocean, from what I read oh, in the, the other day in the National Geographic. So plastics could be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole point of that. <laughs> that aside that I was warned not to do yesterday, but I just did it. 
So good. <laughs> that hilarious. So the whole question is why is Hashimoto's so much more common? Yeah. And so that's what everybody's scratching their head about. We know there's a genetic predisposition. The genetics really haven't changed in terms of probability. So what is going on in our environment? And that is why the researchers are clawing at everything they possibly can. We've talked about infections as it relates to thyroid. We've talked about gluten and foods at nauseum. And then there are the other associated environmental chemicals like plastics. And Dr. Karazian, who's been at the forefront of a lot of the Hashimoto's uh, research, he did a great study where he looked at basically exposure to these plastic chemicals and probability of developing immunity to the thyroid, and he did find an association. So that's highly important for all of you out there. Most people are pretty aware uh, about the plastic connection, maybe that is bad for your health, but I don't know how many people are really aware of the association of Hashimoto's. So if you do have Hashimoto's, if you're concerned about it, this is definitely something to you know, be aware of, basically is the best way to say it. And I still see a lot of people microwaving in Tupperware. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, also be conscientious that the plastics are mainly released under the formation of heat. So your hot plastic cups for your coffee, for your water, those the lids. Cups that have sat in the car for yeah, a few days. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah, those lids on your coffee that are full of plastics, all things to be pretty aware of in general. I'm not saying that you have to carry around a canteen. Some of you do. But... Based on the current evidence, it's probably a good idea to limit your use to plastics, especially if there's a heat component to it. You know, a cold bottle of water that hasn't sat in the sun, probably less likely to worry about it. But we've all had that experience where you take a hot bottle of water that's been sitting in the sun and it actually kind of tastes like plastic. Yeah. That's a bad sign. And I've read that where they say, well, it, it, sometimes in the trucks they have sat like that before they get to the store mm -hmm. and then... So it's right. So yeah, you yeah, can, it, it can even introduce that completely that element of of concern or doubt into should I drink this bottle of mm -hmm. you know pla mm -hmm. in the plastic bottle? Yeah, hundred percent. Never thought I'd be saying this because I was always one of those going plastic. So you can the guy <laughs> told Dustin Hoffman that was the future. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just as an aside. I have a, a close personal friend who's involved in firefighter health, and it seems that the firefighters seem to struggle pretty dramatically with a variety of neurological illnesses, at least what we're seeing in this area. And one thought process is, you know, when these firefighters go into these homes and it's a house fire, everything's on fire, well, all these chemicals are being released that the firefighters are then breathing. So, okay, I'm not going to end up on the stand. I'm not saying that <laughs> firefighters' health issues are caused by these chemicals being released, but it raises the question, do we need to look into this farther? And what are, you know, what are their respirator systems? How much are they filtering? Because this could be a potentially big issue in the development of autoimmunity. So things to be aware of if you're a Hashimoto's patient, things to be very aware of. Yeah, yeah in the end, it's all about what's, inflaming the immune system and mm -hmm. I mean there's even theories on stress and like you said viruses and all this type of stuff so um, anything that gets in there that's that's a foreign body is is a potential problem it is and even you know phthalates from our perfumes and our colognes and that could potentially be an issue for you as well so yeah. things to consider so if your Hashimoto's isn't responding maybe look at this as a possibility so sure. that's it 
Okay. So this is important. You want to know how to get better. Now there's going to be some nuggets in here that are going to help some of you. There's going to be some of you are like, you know, throwing spitballs <laughs> at your at your screen going, wow, this guy's like an idiot. But I'm telling you, these are the basics of how to get better. And if you bypass these, plus the ones we're going to be talking about over the next week or two, you are going to have a hard time getting better at all. And if you get better, you're going to, have, you're going to be the person who has to keep doing it over and over and over again because there are things that are Sabbath. So wrap up this week's presentation. And, and um, I'm here to educate you. We're here to try to answer the questions that we've had over the last you know, six or seven years or eight years or whatever it's been. And, um, and so please do that. So until next week, uh, I hope you, uh, if you're, if you're enjoying this, then, then, you know, please don't miss next week. Next week is kind of a big, big deal in most people's, uh, uh, journey to wellness. So, okay. That's it for this week. Thank you for watching again and, uh, take care. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.